and a little bit of vinegar and red wine or red wine sauce kind of thing. And then, mm-hmm. and then I just, you know, cook the rice up. I got some Goya, Goya rice. I love Goya rice, dude. How, how do you get it? Long grain? Oh, oh, Boya? Goya? Goya, oh, Boya, yeah. It was, uh, it was the, he does, uh, he does rice. the box rice, Jose. But yeah, the box rice, yeah. The box? Yeah. Wow. yeah. Usually you get, well, I know I get mine in the, in the bag, usually by the bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I guess that's what kind of rice you use, Jose? Canilla, canilla, what is it? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> is it uh, canilla? Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I use the same shit. <laughs> you know, I think there's another one too. When we go to the uh, there's a what's it called? A Western beef. That's like yeah, because Western pot. beef caters to to Spanish people. What's wrong? Yeah. What's wrong with what's wrong? What's wrong with box? The rice in the box. It's instant. It's just different. That's all. I'm just saying, like, like could, Jose, Jose's uh, girl probably makes a, a rice like, How long like does it from take the bag, rice? like real. Like, it does. It takes 20 minutes as opposed to what it takes you 10. No, 25. I do the 30 minutes. I do 30 minutes. The box rice is 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, then you shouldn't be buying the box rice. Buy the bag. Oh, listen. What about? What's wrong with Eastern beef? You got the Western beef? (laughs) (laughs) That's the name of the business. That's the name of the supermarket. Oh, the supermarket. Supermercado. (laughs) Yo, I heard fucking Jose last night. (laughs) (laughs) And Brian was like, I like that better. (laughs) He's like, so what was it? Arroz con chicha. Yes, yes. (laughs) Arroz con chicha. (laughs) I thought that was funny last night. Uh, Brian's like, I like that. It sounds mm-hmm. better. Sachicha. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, that's one of my favorite foods growing up as a kid. Like that and chicken cutlets. And if my mom ever made them together, oh, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Game over. It's, it was oh, it was the, the Vienna sausages, corned beef in a can. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, what am I missing? I'm missing one more. It was like a go-to cheap fucking meal. I forgot what it was. When you say corned beef in a can, do you mean like corned beef hash in a can? Yeah, yeah, it was corn. Yeah, yeah. yeah my my mom used to make that, but she stood with um onions and like fried potato, uh, fried. Like you should put like fried chips in them, like fried uh, potato, oh, not potato pop- chips, but like fried, um, French fries onion. almost. Pa- Papa's fritas. Yeah. And then it was something different. <laughs> Papa Frites. Look at, look at you all cultured and shit. Oh, look at me. So, man, I worked at this golf range when I was in college. And uh, I tell you, man, everyone that was there was from Ecuador. And, man, I'd, I would be in there in the kitchen with those guys. Are you listening? I don't know you know, David, it's been a minute, though, since, you know, like, since my mom moved to VA, it's been a minute since I've had, like, the corned beef like that, like, you know, like, the way you oh, the can. I have to ask my mom to make it. She, I don't think she's made it in, if I had her, in years, unless I ask her to. Yeah, it's been years since I've had that. The right, with white rice and shit? Yeah. Like, um, yep. You want to you, you hear something funny? What? When I worked at that golf range, I did, like, a lot of odd jobs. It was the gringo. Doing the dishes. Just want to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I live on both sides, my friends. <laughs> when you're the only 
Ringo in the room, you're definitely doing the dishes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Changing la basura, all that shit. <laughs> you better cut it out, bro. <laughs> and I'm all blurry. I don't know what's going on. There we go. Yeah, that reminds me when I... well, Listen, Brian, we could find you a nice Spanish wife, man. She'd clean up oh. all them toys for you, bro. Oh, yeah? Cook you some papas and some sachichas every day. Sweet. All you got to do is give that green card. Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Brian gets housekeeping every day. (laughs) What's that? Tarjeta de green? What's green? Verno? Something like that? Verde. 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 Yeah. It's all Um, coming back. I mean, we're Puerto Rican, so like we're we're we're, we're born like American, but I got some Dominican friends I could find for you somewhere. Yes, <laughs> they're not far; they're everywhere. <laughs> well, it's funny these uh, these guys from Ecuador. They were like, Brian, we'll teach you the real Spanish, the real Espanol, not this stuff that the Puerto Ricans speak. <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> everybody got yeah. their dialect and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a little different, yeah. <laughs> man. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, Puerto Ricans say the same thing about Puerto Ricans too. You know, yeah. Puerto Ricans about New Yorkans. It's like we don't talk the same mm. necessarily. Yeah, Puerto Rico is from New York, barely speak Spanish. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, don't, I can't speak it well. <laughs> like, you know, I, I can understand it to a good extent. I could order you food or whatever, like, you know, pretty easily, but I can't have like a full blown on like combo because I'll get, I'll get lost. You know what I'm saying? I'll stop. Mm-hmm. So About the only things I understand are lechuga, gracias, <laughs> and cerveza. Uh, well, yeah, sure. Cerveza. Cata de culo. Cata de culo? Cata de culo. Uh-huh. Ass face. Right? Yep. Yep. Uh, El mono estupido. That's where, you, that's where you call that. Funny. You know, right? Funny. Who's teaching you? Gringo is stupid. No, Almano is stupid. Acalapuca. El Gandalf is stupid. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, I remember Cajones. I think we've uh, bullshitted long enough. Right? I, would say, I say, you shall not pass. <laughs> yeah. No Let's go Let's go right back. I'm not learning. We all lie. No, David Pasa, right? <laughs> I think so. Something like that. Something like that. I, I just done learned it.
<laughs> yeah, I got get uh, download Duolingo. That's it's been helping me, but I'm just not on it enough. I gotta yeah. put more time to it. It's actually pretty good. You can learn any language you want. It's free. Um, so, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Breaking the Mold, episode 152. I'm Harry and BX. Let's say what's up to the rest of the crew. Energon addict. What's going on tonight, Pop? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm happy to be here. Second Tuesday in a row. Uh, yeah, yeah I'll long, this. Let's, let's, let's see how long my body can keep it up. But um, <laughs> um, happy to be here, and I can't wait to talk shit. What's up? Chilling, man. Chilling, chilling. All right, cheap money. What's up, dude? Not much. It's good to see you guys. So That's nice to be here. Everything's good. All right, pigments surgery. How are you tonight? I am well. Very good. Uh, very good times. We hung out with a uh, fellow Realmer, Mr. Wes H. We see him in the chat every now and again. He's in there tonight. He's uh, visiting visiting from New York and uh, oh. to hang out with him. Uh, That's Sunday. awesome, man. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, wait. He's visiting from New York? Yes. Hmm. I yeah. thought maybe he was from by you. Well, uh, originally, I guess he is from around here, and then mm-hmm. he moved to New York, and that's yeah. dope. Nice. Yeah. So that's always good to hear. Yeah. yeah. Was he overwhelmed by the? I don't know what to call it. He uh, he didn't he didn't express that he was overwhelmed, but just uh-huh. like talked about all kinds of stuff as we pass from room to room and uh-huh yeah it's, it's, uh, yeah that's quite that's quite an entrance into meeting realmers in person that's pretty yeah. awesome man i really yeah. like that yeah it was fun we hung out up up in the green room and transformed some transformers and watched cartoons and handmade tacos yeah uh, yeah <laughs> it was, it was nice good. Mm-hmm. we took a target run yeah first target run new world toys yes did he find it <laughs> anything good no uh he found uh uh the marty mcfly in the uh the yellow suit hazmat suit yeah. thing Darth yeah. Vader. We found that. The planet. Dude, that black that that doc that, that doc brown figure looks awesome if you actually see it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's really good. It's really nice. We didn't find anything though. We found stuff yesterday. We went out to Mechanicsburg and got got this little guy, Tachikoma. Is that a Ghost in the Shell. Toys? No, this is uh Bandai. Really? You yeah. found that at retail? Uh, there's a, there's a uh, like a. The game fuck store. is that? So Tachikomi, Tachikoma. From I still uh, don't know what it show. is. Oh okay. I didn't recognize it either. I yeah. I think Ghost in the Shell was much bigger. Yeah. No 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 no. These were the. No. They're, no, they're, they have like a, they're part of the police force. And there's there's like five or six of them, and they have that real high pitched voice. 
and then they, like this thing can open up and they can like like the you can't actually put the figure in it but like the people in the cartoon could hide in that thing uh, right right yeah like I it's, it's bigger if they're like big giant walking tanks or something like that right not these ones no oh, you're okay. thinking but you know you're thinking from the movie yeah there was that big that thing had I think six legs and it was like a giant chain gun and then it had like missile launchers and right yeah so there's more than just the movie yeah. and stuff like that yeah yeah, oh. yeah there's more than the movie mind blown yeah wow, I there's gotta... the standalone complex <laughs> and then they have like a i guess second gig it's called and damn all right there, there's a bunch of it it's more to it than my second gig yeah. is it's all out there it's all out there what's up dom what's going on What's going on, guys? It's going going good, you know. Had a nice, fun-filled weekend, I guess you can say. So, actually, uh, yeah, I, w- I went to a toy show. I went to a toy show, and, <laughs> and it was at the Wayne Pal Center. That is where the, the Wayne Convention Toy Show is usually at. But it, this one was not run by the Wayne Toy Show, so. Is it very interesting? So wait a minute. Same venue, but it was it couldn't be the Wayne Toy Show because it wasn't the first Sunday of the month, right? That's what I said. So I was very yeah. interesting and it was another it was another I guess another production person or another another person gotcha. that's running a show that that was usually I guess was a New York show, but now they're using that venue and they had a lot more artists and a lot more actors and voice actors and stuff like that. So it was interesting. A lot of, people, a lot, it was a very, lot of more people out of work? Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of people, though, uh, overall. The lines were huge because for actors and stuff like that, they would line up to get signatures and mm. stuff like that. So Anybody it was good? packed. It was packed. Uh. The cast of the Warriors were there. A few cast warriors were there. Really? Nice. For Gary, you know. That's nice. Nobody was lining up for them, so I felt sorry. <laughs> I said, oh, <laughs> what Who else? Uh, was it like uh, there was like a couple anime, anime voice actors? Like the the popular ones were the anime voice actors, but I didn't know who who okay. who they were. Okay. Um. The uh, the guy from there was a guy an actor that played. Um, in the uh, Game of Thorns, uh, Thrawn, uh, Thorn, uh, whatever, Thorn, you know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Thrones, Game Thrones. of Thorns. Game, Game of Thorns. Of thorns. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Uh, that, that, I don't know what the character was, but the guy had like a fucked up face. Like, you know, half his eye. Oh, um, like his eye. Well, what's his name? The the big dude, right? The fucking, mm. the chick uh, that was with the uh, chick. The the hound? Chat squad, where the you hound? The, the hound. hound. Yeah, the, the hound. hound. Yeah, the hound. Right? Yeah, there you go. He's not like big though. Blaine he's, or something he's actually shit? he's actually smaller than Dave. No, so. then that's not him, dude. No, he was him. It was him. No way. The hound is like taller than you, dude. <laughs> well, he, I don't know whether he he. Uh, it, it seemed like that was the guy, but I don't know. He had the picture of him, and I don't know if, if it was him and. 
he was just or he he I don't know wrote something for for the book or I I, I don't know I just have no mm-hmm. idea. But he had a picture of the hound up and he you know was sitting there with his uh, his agent looked like his agent and you know he basically uh, was, <laughs> was doing boyfriend. signatures. I don't know what the hell it was. So. Uh, but a lot of actually it was a lot of a lot a lot of art, artists were there though like a lot of artists like there was not a lot of toy vendors uh that were there but a lot of artists with good art and stuff like that so all right and but and it was the same, the same, same two that we went the last yeah last yep yep, yep same two rooms jose yep same two rooms and but i guess the wayne show is this saturday so uh and you go that's that's we're all used to I don't know. Maybe if I'm available, <laughs> it's not that. It's like a 50 minute ride for me, so it's not that far away. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. It's pretty cool stuff. <clears throat> I know um, Gary went to a toy show. Got to meet up with some Realm members over the weekend and stuff. Right? Like, how how was that like? Man? Yeah, it was actually a really good time. So, um, Mr. Nick Brammer had pointed out that there was a, a little show at a VFW in spring hill florida which i had no idea where that was um so i'm i'm south it's that was probably about 90 minutes north um a little bit like north of tampa and uh it actually worked out really good um so i met nick and his son uh, myself um oscar showed up and got there um so so we there we kind of walked the show a little bit um and i don't know his what's his name dave Dave, david um Dave came, yeah, so he came, Tron Viper, right? Um, he came a little bit later. He went to work a couple hours in the morning. And then uh, William Fong and his uh, significant other you know, stopped by a little bit later that afternoon. Uh, nice. And then Spiros came. So you see some of those guys on some of the other shows on the on the Cool Table Network. Nice. nice. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good. It, um, I think for Nick, it was a little bit closer. For us, for us it was anywhere between like, like 90 and like two hours of a drive. So, you know. The show itself was, if you've been to the ToyCon New Jersey, um, it said it's probably about a, a quarter of the size of that one, or maybe about like a third of NJCC, so it's pretty small. Um, but it did feel good just to be back, you know, in that kind of show environment and walk around and then look at stuff on tables and, and things like that and, and hang out, so... Uh, admission was a whopping three dollars to get in. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Yeah, Damn! So, yeah, early bird so, special? No early yeah, bird that, special? No, it was just it for the day. It was like ten to three. So, uh, and uh, go ahead. No, it was just go you. You found when you're done. I'll have questions. Yeah. Uh, so in those tables, like I said, very much like NJCC. Uh, I'd say probably eighty percent of it believe it or not was actually like vintage old stuff but a pretty wide assortment it seemed like most of the the vendors there um the stuff they had was very um mixed you know it wasn't like you know njcc you got these guys that do like gi joes and guys that do star wars and they kind of definitely have like a maybe a bit more of a, a specialty uh, this was kind of just like an assortment of stuff you know of different things so it's interesting and then the, the stuff that was relatively you know, fresh at retail. So like some of the, the NECA turtles, um, the, uh, you know, black series, um, you know, some legends, there was some, but not so much where that's all you saw, but the pricing on that stuff was all really good. Um, like it was all, it was all pretty, pretty much like retail or barely retail with like tax, you know, um, 
what was interesting is you could tell like which case assortments had a figure missing because whatever like wave of the black series there was a tote and it had probably like eight of the ewoks <laughs> dave like you almost messaged the one that you have um like eight of the sabines in the new package and like eight admiral akbars and like whoever else came in that wave was was like missing you know so it's a trap yeah yeah but it was just it was a good time it was nice to be to be back out um you know, as far as distancing, it wasn't super crowded. You know, they asked you to wear masks while you're inside, so we did. And, uh, you know, just people were, were pretty friendly and uh, just good to, to walk around and probably did, I don't know, six or seven laps, you know, just checking stuff out and, and looking at it. So, but it was a good time. It was a good time. So we did that, and then uh, a few of us were able to go grab some lunch afterwards for a little while before calling it a day. That's nice. Did you guys do the laps together like we do? Like, you know, individual? Sort of. Or? Yeah, uh, sort of. You kind of run into each other again. Mm-hmm. Um, I was eager, like, to just kind of walk and look first, right? Kind of do that first walk around and then go back and, and, and look. Like Dom does. Closer. He just f- fucking runs us yeah, over and just right? wants to get the best deal before anybody uh, I know. else. I try to walk with Dom and I'm like, I, yeah. I stop for to look one second. You move too slow. Already two miles He's ahead gone, of bro. Um, Dude, I, I do I do a first glance, like just a, yeah. a preview. Dom, just... Dom turns into like the Terminator, you know, with the eyes, with the red eyes <laughs> right. and the <laughs> fucking <laughs> <sequence> <laughs> like fucking. So what I will <laughs> say, I have that, I, I have that, I have that, I have in my head. But don't kind of like that too. Ever removed since high school. Right. <laughs> um, but you, but you guys know I, I I don't like I look around myself right there and we walked in the very first table had the the latest wave of those um, the WWE wrestler like origins figures right so mm-hmm. it's a wave that has like Macho Man like in the black and white Ricky the Dragon Steamboat that has like the dragon accessory that you can put on Skeletor and kind of make that you know retro looking Skeletor I think Chuck posted some pictures on his Instagram of that um, I I wanted the the Rowdy Roddy Piper figure just because I liked him as a kid. Um, and they were, you know, they're 15 bucks at Walmart and they were 20 bucks there, you know? So they were on the table right there. So I picked that up like within like, yeah, I picked it up with like in two seconds, (laughs) you know what I mean? I was like, Oh, I I ripped the bandaid off, you know, and spent and spent money. So nice. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I I spent some stupid money this weekend just because I had to spend money. I'm with you. Trust me. Good. I saw um, Gary. I saw those same figures for forty dollars at the <laughs> at, at, at Wayne. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what I mean. So it was like the the Black Series. A lot of Joes, uh, no Vipers. Uh, one table had a Firefly for fifty, um, and then everything else was pretty much retail. So like the Destros were all like, <laughs> yeah, Destro sealed Destro was like regular Destro was like fifteen to twenty. Um, yeah, so it's, it's all pretty reasonable, like retail prices. So the Black Series stuff was all pretty much retail. Um, there was one sealed speeder bike that someone's trying to get a crazy amount of money for. Um, someone's asking a hundred bucks for a do back. I think I showed you guys. No, uh, are those going for a hundred now? I don't know if they're really I going for that much. Or not, them away. But, yeah, <laughs> but uh, I said there's only one classics there, and it was the uh, Super Seven Laughing Adam Prince Adam. Yeah, that was there. Um, I hope that goes for a lot because I got yeah, yeah, so that was. Um, <laughs> I will tell you this, and so here's the funny thing, Jose. So what you and Dust do at these events, right? It's a lot of freaking work because <laughs> I walked in. You know, I, I tried to post many pictures in the ROC. I wasn't good at making an album, but uh, you know, I tried to capture a little bit of what it looked like there. So you know, we were able to take a, a picture of the four of us right away. But I think so. I didn't forget because <laughs> I knew I, I would, um, and then tried to capture just you know random stuff as we were walking around or, or some of the, the stuff that was on the tables and stuff like that. 
It's so, uh, second nature, those guys. Yeah. Like, so Gary, did you try to like? Did you try to like pretend like you know like Oscar was Jose and I was I was Spiros and like you know like <laughs> right like oh wait no they're not them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, who was like who was like the first to see each other and be like oh what's up what's going on? Well, so here's what was cool. Um, so we all like uh, Oscar, uh, Nick, and Cal, myself. We all got there within a couple minutes of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we met in the parking lot, kind of did the whole you know shook hands and stuff. Uh, out there and then uh, so David had to come a little bit later because he had work and uh, I had run out to the car to get my water <laughs> and, and you know take a break and get something out of my cooler and then happened to be out there when he pulled in the parking lot so he and I uh, started talking for a little bit out, out there and stuff and then um, we uh, saw saw William and then uh, Sparrow show up a little bit later so yeah, yeah, man. I was so hoping sad. that you got like all sick everybody in the pick, so I could have cropped it the rest of our faces on right, top of right, theirs. Right, so. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we took one before, <laughs> then we went to only four of us were able to go grab or made it to go grab lunch afterwards. But uh, no, it was, it was a really good time. I'll say one of the coolest things I saw that Brian, I think you appreciated, was um, the '80s Bionic Six retro toy line. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. Um, James did a really good. What is that? They were all diecast figures. Exactly. That's just yeah, thing. Yeah. They're like three and three quarter, mm-hmm. you know, articulated like GI Joes, but pretty much tons of diecast metal in them. And uh, I think it was a six or eight episode series. It didn't last very long. They have a, a play set and a couple of vehicles. Um, but they, there's a toy called the Mule, and it looks like a big minivan almost, like an RV. And it like opens up and it's got an ATV that pops out of it and stuff. And it was, it was rare back then because uh, the line wasn't super popular and probably went on clearance. But there was a vendor who had. Uh, like like two of the figures on the card, and then like the the, the vehicles and the playsets, and they were uh, all pretty much like sealed. You know, the boxes were okay for being thirty five years old plus, but they uh, they looked pretty cool. But the price was exorbitant, you know, on that stuff. So yeah, I mean, it's neat those, to see it though. Those yeah. in a box is extremely rare. Like so yeah. we had talked about it a few weeks ago, right? It's like, are there toys that you would never open? Like right. the ones. Those things are like Silverhawks. They're die-casting chip, you know? Yep. Like, My cousins had, like, all of the, you know, the, all the characters, of the, yeah. the original Bionic 6 or whatever, and, like, even then, they were, like, chipped yep. and mm-hmm. all that shit on the die-cast just because, yep. you know. They had a gorilla, right, in that series? Bionic um, 6? Oh, they had, like, a yeah. gorilla character, right? I, I, I think I remember playing with that one. Yeah, I had one of those figures as a kid too, and I remember like what you said, like the, yeah, they they did chip and stuff. I mean, I was kind of rough with the toys back then. So. Yeah, so so that was pretty cool to see. Um, there's another line from that was around, I think like eighty four, eighty five. That's almost very Mad Max like. Um, if you guys ever heard of uh, Tonka's, they're called Steel Monsters, and it was similar. They were the figures were maybe a little bit bigger than a mask figure, just like a five poa. Um, but they made like a truck and they made like this dump truck thing and they had a, a Jeep, uh, an old Jeep CJ and this other th- vehicle that looks kind of like a uh, like a construction plow or farm equipment. But it's all Mad Max-ish, you know what I mean, with like steel plates and the, the damage and stuff. But they were made of metal. Um, the figures so, could go were, in them. What were they called again? Uh, they're called, uh, I think it's Tonka Steel Monsters. Steel Monsters. Yeah, if you can Yeah, yeah. See, Brian's already looking up. Spine him. Yeah, Spine him there was up. a guy who had who had one. Um, 
again pretty pricey but it was like still in, in the boxes in the 80s were like open box you know where like the vehicles like kind of zip tied in there and the figures like on plastic you know on the cardboard um let me make sure I didn't. yeah that's yeah, called steel monsters made by tonka Right here. Yep, there you go. So they had the... Um, oh, I kind of remember these. Yeah, so on that first the row, Brian, that one that's <laughs> kind of large in the middle, go to the left, go down for your, your cursor. It's yep. like a dog right face. That one, that's the one that they... This was kind of cool to see, you know. Like I said, it was in the box, new, unopened, so that was kind of neat. Um, for some reason, every table I looked at had something from E.T. on it, so I tried to take pictures of that. It was pretty awful. Uh, <laughs> that looks cool. That's the kind of things you find in a sandbox. Exactly. Yeah, you're right, Dom. They were, and they were, they're, you know, they're steel. See, I mean, so they 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 rust, but mm-hmm. they, you know, hold up for a long time. But, but no, it was a really good time, and it was it felt nice to get back out, uh, kind of be in that atmosphere again, even though the show itself was, you know, it was was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just kind of hanging out and then at lunch and stuff, kind of just talking like different lines and stuff. And I think everybody picked some stuff up. Um, Nick's son, picked Cal picked up a couple of things. Nick got a, a whole slew of uh, Gargoyles figures. <laughs> basically, like, nice. I think there were five or six of them, you know, and basically the, the guy gave them all to him for a pretty good price. Um, I know Oscar picked up some NECA stuff and a few other, a couple other things. Um, I don't think he's in the chat, but he picked up some loose, uh, pretty much complete, um, transformer figure for like vintage that not G1 from a different line but it was actually a really good price um, I can't remember what it is how, how was the transformer situation there like were a lot of people selling them or was there no just- it, it was it was like no retail stuff and uh, no G1 it was all just kind of stuff afterwards and you know anything that was there was like loose you know yeah in, in the in the tote in the bin <laughs> you know digging digging through it <laughs> kind of stuff like that uh, yeah, there, there wasn't really much of that stuff there at all. Okay. Yeah, seeing some of like the photos and stuff, it reminded me basically of like where some of us went, you know, last month. So um, maybe like a little smaller or whatever. So you you had to travel a couple of hours, you said, to get to the ship. For me, yeah, I think Dave came the farthest from Gainesville. It was about two, right around two for him, and it's about ninety for me. Gainesville. Um, that's where Tom Petty's from. Um, okay. Just. Sure. Interesting tidbit for people. Uh, and then <laughs> I think it was like like close to ninety for for Oscar. Um, okay. Nick probably was the closest. You know, I think it's probably like thirty minutes for him from where he lives, a little further yeah. north. So, so but well say, worth it. It's yeah, about right. yeah, it's about the time. The worth you know worth it. You know to travel. Yeah. You know for you know being able to hang out with everybody. Well, listen, you guys. When I came to the um, what's the Pennsylvania show that's in the. Um, when i came there from albany i think that was close to four hours for me you know for, um, for the day yeah. you know mm-hmm. drive down that day so oh back, back and forth four no i think it was like oh. three and a half one way yeah for me. yeah so you know it's yep. worth it you know sometimes you just gotta gotta suck it up and you know figure it out make it make it happen so um, what's cool is we're talking about seeing there's another show coming up in april uh, near Tampa, that looks to be a little bit bigger. Uh, so we might see about coordinating and, and trying to do it again. You know, nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah, man, that's that's what we, we always encourage. Like you know, get together with the people in the area if you can't come out to like some of these shows. You know, a lot of us are like centralized in, in some of these locations where these shows happen. Um, you know, but everybody got, I'm sure, something going on. You know, where they're at. So so we always say, just hook yeah, up. We- 
Gary's got new toy convention friends. <laughs> Gary, this is the first time you've seen anyone since ZoloCon, right? Uh, it is. Uh, yeah, other than, you know, I, I got to see Jisk uh, back before the world crumbled to us, before us. Um, <laughs> that was just more of a, a social hangout, you know, it wasn't like any, any event related. And then I know there were some people planning to come down last year for the Orlando TFCon, and I thought about driving over to that for one of the days, you know, just for, for the afternoon. Um, but obviously that didn't that. happen. Yeah, so. I would have looked into that for sure. Like, you know, like, yeah. sucks, man. But all right, yeah, that's cool. I hope that scratched an itch for you, man. I, I feel bad for you down there. Oh, it totally did. No, it, no one's visit you. It, it felt, I know I try and tempt people, right? With uh, <laughs> Galaxy's Edge and you know, <laughs> warm weather and you know, the, the pool and all that stuff. Um, yeah, you're, you're just rattling off things that none of us are really interested in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it's funny. No, it, it really was. It did feel good to get back out, you know, and uh, like, you know, again, the show, we always say the shows are, are fine. Um, just kind of hanging out and be able to have conversation and talk about, you know, stuff. And, um, you know, it's actually kind of neat is at lunch, we're just talking about like this show and, uh, you know, Oscar, who's on um, Shattered Cast, right? And then Spiros has been on building up to it, you know, uh, off and on quite a bit based on his schedule. Um, just, you know, it was just cool just kind of talking about the outlets that you try to make the most of now that you're not able to hang out quite as much. Mm. So is Oscar as funny as on person? As he he's pretty good. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's pretty funny. Yeah, he's pretty <laughs> good. I hope to meet him in person. Yeah, he's pretty good. He, he dropped some pretty good impressions, you know, uh, pretty quick. <laughs> and you guys have all met Nick's son, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. He, he has gone through a growth spurt. Um, so he dwarfs Nick already pretty much, wow. uh, wow. and it's about oh, pretty much like at, at my height. So he and I hung out for a, a bit doing laps around the show, um, mm. kind of just talking about stuff, which is pretty good to see. But yeah, it was crazy. I saw him. I was like, good grief. <laughs> yeah. They brought, they brought him along to rest and yeah. 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 He's, he's, he hit that like, you know, kind of, you know, teen growth spurt. Uh, you know, it was kind of crazy. I was like, jeez. What is going on? Yeah. 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 Hey guys! Oh, okay. the voice so, cracking. It's a lot of apps. <laughs> any any of the uh, familiar tropes for a toy show? Do they still exist in Florida? You know, like people in trench coats and stuff of, like that. You know, wait, wait, onion smells, all that. No, the place. I, I tell you, I, it just because it wasn't <laughs> packed. Um, I, it, that that was fine. You know what I mean? Like I said, where it was, there, it really didn't have any of that. Uh, in terms of cosplay, there were two Ghostbusters walking around, <laughs> and uh, that was really it. You know, that was it. And then the, uh, I, mean, I don't want to shout somebody else's YouTube thing, but the other young lady that you picked out in the pictures, uh, I didn't know who she was until after the fact, but you guys, um, Dom recognized her pretty quick. It was funny. I sent you she that in our chat. And I was like, so <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. And and that toy show you mentioned that's going to be upcoming is it something different than this one? Yeah, it's it's um it's called something else. This was called uh, Toy Jam, and then the one in Tampa. I think uh, I have to check the chat. Jam. It's called. It's called something else. But Jam Toy. Jam Toy. Tampa right Toy. Jam Toy. Yeah, the one that's coming up is Toy the Jam. The toy shows and expos. It's a Tampa collector's extravaganza. So. 
Is it a little closer to home? Collectors yeah, it'll be closer for me. Yeah, for sure. It'll probably put me in a run, run an hour, hour and ten. Nice. So, north, that's so. But, uh, that's yeah, so it's good. It's really good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good time. Keep those events going. Uh, yep. Like, I know that's the, what is it, Toy Con, I guess, in May. is supposed to be, I guess, maybe the next one I'm looking forward to. So, yeah. and I'm going to try to see if I could get maybe get 22nd and 23rd, yep. So I'm going to hit up uh, Danny. When is it, May 22nd? May yep. 22nd, 23rd, yeah, two days. Two days. All right, so I'll hit him and, up. And and, though, and that's going to be in the larger gymnasiums on the, on the right-hand side of the building. It's not going to be in those smaller rooms, so... <laughs> Sweet, like Toy Con of old. <laughs> you know, yeah, at least yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. there's more to look at, you know, at least when you're making your laps and stuff like that. You know, uh there's there's more there's more stuff to look at and stuff like that. So and at least you have a little bit more space like to even though I thought, you know, what they did um last month wasn't too bad, like either. It was fun. Mm-hmm. So all right. Um Ralphie had sent in a question. Because um, him, like some of the other guys, have been checking out some of like the recent like Hasbro releases. You guys know I'm on in Sergeant Siege that. So, um, Sergeant he, Siege. You know, he basically like noted the quality. JD, you've been feeling them too, right? You've been buying them and kind of like yeah. like getting it. So <clears throat> he was basically like asking. I think there's like a lot of ways this combo could go because uh, he was basically asking like if Hasbro was putting out these this sort of quality of figure like a few years ago, do you think it would have sort of forced like third party companies like to raise like their game, you know? So I'm trying to like think about it because it's an interesting question because like, like since we're kind of going through it now, like with Hasbro putting this stuff out and everybody's so like enamored, like seeing at least most people, you know, um, more hit than miss, you know, now we have to see how this is going to compare so, you know, the, the the stuff that we continue to get from third party, which seems to be like few and far in between. We just got that Optimus mm-hmm. from MC, which people are talking about figure of the year. Um, I, I ordered that with something else from Hanny that still hasn't come in. So I guess when that other thing comes in, <laughs> that'll ship. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to checking that thing out because it just looks super poseable. And like, I'm just, you know, maybe that'll be the thing to get me into, you know, taking pics and stuff like that. So, um you know, I always I feel like, you know, third party, you know, for the most part, there's always been putting out something that's better than Hasbro retail. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, you know, even what, what Hasbro's doing now, if it's going to force uh, any third party companies to sort of raise the stakes in what they're doing. Because, like, I think as time goes on, um, we've been getting better stuff um, in general. Like, in my opinion, like these Kang Toys Predacons. Uh, those things look amazing. Like, I can't wait to check out the dive bomb. Uh, like I said, that Optimus, like, quality, I guess it could be subjective, but there's still nice pieces coming out. So, um, I don't know if, if Hasbro forced these companies to raise their game, but I think the companies sort of maybe force Hasbro to at least give a little bit more in regards to this line as far as the ankle rocker and how you get these little blast effects and. You know, so I I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, do you do you think there's some influence going on, like one way or the other, between you know mainline and and third party? I mean, I, I think that third party's always been a step ahead. You know, we're always getting that. You know, that like Hasbro's still up to their, you know, the old tricks where we get the waffles and 
you know, there's hollow parts and stuff like that. Some of the, even still, you know what I mean? Like there's, uh, the, uh, the fucking, yeah. Uh-huh. Hot rod? Today. <laughs> no. Like the hot rod and, and Cyclonus, like those are, those are very, very good examples of them taking sort of, uh, what they've learned from third party maybe you know as far as how to close some gaps and not you know not leave these big open spaces and not having to waffle everything um but the the what do you call them the fucking the streaks you know the sweeps fucking proud no prowl and uh, the dots smoke screen and silver streak like or blue streak like all those guys the you know the back of their legs are or their feet even are just like giant open holes but the masterpiece is kind of the same way mm-hmm. i mean there isn't much you can really do about that but um i don't know i feel like uh, depending on how you're looking at it i i i, I believe that third parties like it's always kind of a step ahead um, Hasbro's now implementing things that they may have picked up. Um, yeah, like Jimmy said, I think third-party uh, taught better engineering to Hasbro, and we're seeing that now. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but uh, I don't know. They, it, you know, they. I don't know. Somebody else go. I'll continue. No, I was going to say, I think the third party sort of started to show how big of an influence the, you know, G1 stuff could have uh, and those characters and to show that there was still like a really high demand for homages to those characters, which I think did bring back some of this 86 stuff, um, you know, and and make the characters look more like that they did, you know, in an updated Mm -hmm. fashion for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, if that had been offered, you know, if classics maybe in the chug stuff had evolved into a more G1 aesthetic, you know, from the stylized stuff that was happening then, I don't know if third party would have caught on. You know what I mean? Quite the same. It's. Uh, I just I I feel there's an evolution to all this. So it's just, it's like you know you go back to classics and it, you know we didn't have much to compare on whether to say. At the time, you know whether it was it was crap or not. You know, it was, it was toys that we we you know that was homaging the G one characters that we loved, and it's like you know we thought that were the greatest thing from uh, since sliced bread. So it's like you know I, once third party showed up to the scene, then you have something to compare. But you, you, I, I always feel it's comparing our, you know oranges with apples because Hasbro has a certain you know constraints in with regards to what they make and how much they spend and you know with third party not saying that they have don't have those constraints but i think those constraints are a little bit more loose in regards to how much engineering they put into a one particular toy and you know what cost they, they think they're going to spend on it because they're they're peasing to a a smaller i would say a smaller population so with that being said you know uh you you might want to spend a little bit more to make it more unique spend a little bit more on engineering to make it more specialized and 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 it obviously opened eyes in regards to Hasbro and what other people were doing and um you know could could definitely 
stemmed from what they have producing now. But I, I would I think if third party never existed, I think Hasbro would still produce what they're producing now because at the end of the day, it was it's always an evolution in regards to what they do. It, it always gets better, and you know they they'll they'll re, reproduce the same characters over and over again, and they'll always fall back to G one because G one know they know that G one sells. So Optimus Prime. Grimlock, Megatron, Starscream will always sell every day of the week. So they'll keep re- reintroducing those characters, making them better from what they did three, four years ago, and and you know, see where they go from there. You know, and you know, I, I, th- I think you know, is is this going to be the last Optimus Prime that we see or Starscream that we see from from, uh, from a Chug collection? No, I'm sure they're going to make another <laughs> come down the line. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. the figures and also, still be getting, but like, so you don't think like the third, like third party companies have influenced Hasbro like in any way? You just think they would have just been doing what they're doing now, regardless. Yeah, I, I like we all knew that. You know, I, I think you know, I, there's no secret about it. Like third party stemmed from what Hasbro was doing, like you know what official was doing. They just did it a little bit better, you know, or they they provided more characters that Hasbro or uh, you know. Overseas was giving us so it's like you know they were they were shoo-ins like you know they were kind of placeholders and you know as uh, you know as we then started you know you know pu- pushing out more toys with third party that Hasbro and you know overseas were not doing at the time so it's like you know of course you know we you know our collector base went let you know went towards third party more than official because official wasn't pushing out as much as toys as third party was so it's like you know it's it's, it's it's like who, you know, who comes first? Like the chicken or the egg? I, I feel, I feel like you know Hasbro and official has been first, and then third party took it on and just you know obviously did it better, and yeah. and gave us more than what you know the official did. But like I said, they, there's certain constraints with regards to the official and Hasbro and you know what they were doing, and you know See, I would love them to push as much characters and figures out for masterpiece, but they didn't. Like they. Yeah. They they yeah. kind of held back and third party took off with that. So, yeah. and that's true. With and now with the economies, the, the well, the corporate, the corporate like the aspect of it, like what what you're talking yeah. about, like in, in regards to like what a third party company could do, and maybe that's why you know we're getting like figures like that people complain about, like with the quote unquote waffles, you know, because that's probably like a cost cutting measure by Hasbro and, and the third party company yeah. is not probably not doing that. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're going to make that, you know, put those extra couple of pieces in there to cover that gap or whatever, <laughs> like, you know, so. And, 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 and increase the price rightfully because, you know, at the end of the day, you'll get those collectors and saying, you know, I'll, I'll rather pay a $10 more to get those, you know, to remove those waffles. But Hasbro is not about like Hasbro is not going to make that, you know, make that like, Oh, I'm going to charge more. They're trying to fit a price point to a market and they you know they got they got to fit that toy into that price point you know it's it's like you know it, it's great to say like you know, with a collector who's willing to pay another five dollars more for a marvel legend and have more accessories more hands and more stuff but they're trying to fit it into a price point that they can put it on a shelf because your retailers are saying i'm not, not going to sell a 40 dollar to- uh, action figure i want to keep it at 20 dollars. you know what i'm saying like you know it's just different price points is that they're trying to meet and I think there's certain uh, stricter constraints in regards to Hasbro than 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 a, a third party, and third party would would most definitely price up their figures to to meet the satisfaction or you know what collectors are looking for. So, 
Well, they obviously see that but, this shit fucking sells. Like, you know, since I, I would just mm-hmm. be like, man, like create. Uh, I mean, even though I, I, think, I guess that's what you would think masterpieces for, right? Like a, a line, yeah. a more collector's baseline with higher, a higher price because there's more engineering, more put into it. But look at the volume of stuff that's been coming out over the years, and it looks like like that could, I guess, sort of be sustained. So it's like, why doesn't Hasbro just? You know, create create a line that's more collectors based and put that extra into the figure, charge a little bit more, and you know, and everybody would be happy. You know, but I think I think there's a risk to that, Jose. I, I'm just thinking there, there's a risk to that. You, you, you as Hasbro as a company are looking for longevity in your in your company. You know, you're looking to stay there. You know, as long as you possibly can. You know, see. You know, as we know, third parties you know, has come to a crawl, like, you know, and I think some companies have taken certain risks and, you know, produce certain toys that, you know, may have, you know, you know, cracked, you know, was the last straw that cracked, you know, cracked, you know, camel's back in regards to, you know, putting their company into bankruptcy and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's a risk that they're taking to put all this money, you know, put all, you know, put this in and try to get them their money back so they can produce the next toy that they're doing and it sometimes fails. So, you know, you got to think about that too as a company and see what you're doing. Like, you know, a lot of these companies members started doing, you know, upgrades to official toys and they were able to make, you know, good capital. And as they made good capital, they took a little larger risks in making actually full size figures and, you know, so on and so forth. But I'm sure as we know, there's been a lot of stories where certain companies uh, put their money in a certain you know, mold or, you know, or our character and, and it flopped too many times and all of a sudden, you know, or comp- competition made them let the, the weaker, you know, figure and, and, you know, others went for the, the more stronger figure or the more popular figure or the more figure that people are collectors saying are better than this one. And, and that impact is a great risk on other these companies because they'll fail and they, they all the money they put into it and they can't, and they're not on their figure, they, they can't recoup. So. so I've I have a question for you guys, and I just you know some of the pictures that you know you guys have shared, Brian, on, on ETR the last couple of weeks. Uh, that one that stands out to me with the Unicron, right, and the the mix of the third party and the eighty six series stuff, I think looked really great. If would you have had interest in third party things if the retail line that exists now was, like that. was around yeah. in like twenty thirteen, you know, where you could go to the store and look for either the 86 style stuff and know it was a toy, would you ever consider spending $90 plus on a, you know, per, per character like we've done? Yeah. Cause that's the thing. Yeah, I would I even mean, say more than $90. Like, I know, like but I'm just saying, I'm kind of, I'm trying to split it, right? Yeah. I'm trying to split it somewhere in the middle. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Cause you know, we all know collectors like that price tag, <laughs> no matter what it is, you kind of get a little desensitized and, you know, spending, you know, $80 and now sometimes it's a, spending, it's a, you know, it's a couple hundred dollars it's a feels the same. Qu- it's a it's a good question gary because you know price sensitivity comes into comes into play at that point you know what you know if if some if some if you can get a character that looks like what it you know if you can get the hot rod or the 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 scourge or in the and the you know the the other characters that look really good in this last 86 series and and have that and say oh do i really want to buy something that gives me that same look but spend 150 200 dollars for it you know, I, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a, a large, large, large amount of the collectors to say, you know what? Let me save the money. I, this is this is good enough for me. You know, for my collection. So, you know, 
Yeah, I think I'm it's sure hard to that, say just because yeah. the, it's like one of those, like, where where would third party be, uh, like, engineering-wise if Hasbro was where they are now? You know what I mean? It's, I think it's, it, it's kind of hard to make that, you know, that the... the kind of hard to make that decision as far as knowing whether or not you're going to pick one or the other if 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 they if they were where they are now you know what I mean I don't, I don't know I also counted like 117 you knows that came out of Dom during that whole time <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there was no the I didn't nothing happened you know. at the end of the day I don't think I didn't hear that yet yes yeah, no. you didn't hear that right Brian Thank you, Brian. Thank you. No, what's funny? What's funny is, yeah, no. (laughs) The funny thing is, (laughs) (laughs) I want to. I want to approach this question from a different angle. So here we go. So I think Ralphie had mentioned something about quality and things like that. You know, we're hearing lots of good things from the Earthrise, the Kingdom Studio Series line, right? And you look great. <laughs> I love you. Good night. <laughs> um, so the, the yes, the quality's getting better. The the engineering's very very interesting, right? And but you know, let's not lose sight that they are making G one styled figures, right? And I think. You know, deep down, that's what's really got people really excited as well. And so if we're seeing uh, mainline figures in a really decent G1 style, you know, if we were getting that before, would people want to spend the extra money for the Masterpiece level, right? Because to me, like, I know third parties done add-on kits, and I know they've done chug stuff. Um, especially mm-hmm. things like Fans Project and MMC, of course, is still doing it. But that MP line, man, that's that's where they really started getting people's attention because people wanted to flesh out that line. And you know, if if the if the if the main line was doing that that G1 aesthetic for this price point, and it's basically good enough, right? Perhaps maybe that's where third party might have gotten into. I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't be as prolific as they once were. Let, let's pretend they're still prolific, right? Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, perhaps we would just see things going in a whole brand new direction with them. You know, maybe they would be giving us, you know, uh, chug deluxe styled like actual Porsches for jazz and things like that. I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know... When it comes to the engineering, we've seen things it's like, oh, Hasbro <clears throat> borrows from this. Well, you know, hip flaps. I mean, Hasbro came up with that first, right? And then had third party borrowed from that. I mean, I think it's really good to have these two kind of playing off each other. Um, you know, there's an interesting video put out today on the Spectre Creative YouTube channel. Not that we really promote YouTube channels, but I really like his channel. The guy's mainly into Motu and stuff like that, and he's kind of more of a dilettante when it comes to Transformers, but he has a... Uh, I mean, obviously he has a knowledge, and for all of us that have been in the game for a while, he's saying things that we kind of already known or listened to our friends talk about and things like that. But, you know, 
one thing that doesn't get lost on me with the third party stuff is is I am still amazed that they are able to give us the products that we get today with doing all this who knows what kind of hoops they gotta jump through to get this stuff done, right? Without having mm -hmm. the corporate backing. And the, to me these are still fans that are that are putting this out there and I'm just kinda really thankful that it's the fans over there in China that can do it because none of this stuff gets made over here, right? We, there's mm -hmm. no, there's no secret mid midnight runs, you know, after hours runs of toys here being made in in the U.S. and things like that. Um, I think I'm rambling. I'm trying to make a point. Am I trying to make a point? <laughs> I don't know. But I, I, I think in my point though is is, you know, perhaps if the mainline stuff was what we're getting today back then. I don't know if uh, I don't know if if um, what third party would be doing at this point. To be honest, yeah. I mean, See, but right? what else? What else is wanted from third party? Like at this point, right? Because I, I, I mean, people are still getting their masterpiece characters through fan toys and like all these other companies. And and some of the guys in the chat have mentioned that they think that's probably overall what the fall of third party is, is that you got all these companies sort of trying to hit the same mark, you know, and all putting out like you know, different versions of essentially like the same character, but all trying to do the same thing, sort of fit like that masterpiece aesthetic. So I don't know, like, how, you know, different people are trying to go as far as, as, as they are with the, you know, whatever, you know, their masterpiece collections are, their display goals or whatever, you know, but what, so what else is there? Cause like now it seems like we're just getting like mostly just legends seems to be like mainly the news coming out of like third it, party right? yep. as far mm -hmm. as new releases. And then some of these other things like the Optimus and we're going to be getting that star convoy from uh, MMC. So, you know, that's just a, a fairly recent release. Uh, we're getting the Kang's Toys uh, Predacons, but those are also sort of masterpiece scaled, even though they're stylized, so they don't really look like masterpiece figures, but they're in that scale. So, what, like, what are people looking for? Like, you know what I'm saying? People seem to be happy with the Legends, but besides that, like, what else? Like, how many holes are there left in your masterpiece collection? That you yeah, so well, that's the thing. Uh, go yeah. ahead, Dave. Yeah. I was just gonna say that I want I just want fans toys to finish what they what they started and then I'll be okay because I'm but like they, I'm in on everything that they've done so far but they're not finished and they haven't announced anything else so it's kind of scary as a collector you know having four or five hundred dollars worth of fucking figures that may never be complete you know like the, the but isn't go ahead. But isn't that like the fallout of com competition? Like you know, I'm, it, third third party was so competitive in regards to, like you said, Brian. So many companies doing the same thing, competing for the same character, and 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 with competition, your customers are going to go with a one vendor that they would prefer. And and if there is one vendor or one company doing it the best, that's the one that's going to win. You know, in, it's in not regards the, it's, to but producing. it's not that's not always the truth. It's not who's the best. It's who does it first. Sometimes it can be. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's it's who and does was, it first, yeah, and, which, and, and which was which was which was the beginning of third party. Third party was like that. Who who mm -hmm. beat everyone else to the market for that character, and then you know that they would you, they would win the market share. But you know, as we learn, as a third party has progressed, you know, it wasn't it wasn't just it wasn't that like that because then now brand loyalty was being you know introduced you know people were waiting to see what if fans toys did it you know because i love fans toys and what they do or if x transbot will you know i'm gonna you know i want to get see what x transbot but maybe they'll do it in my, more of my stylistic you know more 
adult instead of uh, animated, uh, you know, cartoon version, you know, of it. So, like, I think people started picking after, you know, the, the whole first-to-market happened. You know, people started building brand loyalty towards a, a company that was producing the toys that they liked. It, it's, you know, it's not just brand loyalty, too. It's also getting it's also getting um, out, out, out shaded by, by certain brands, like... All right, you have brand loyalty with fan toys, right? You got the fan people who love fan toys, but you also have fan toys coming out every um, convention saying that they're going to make X, Y, Z to shut everybody else down, and then not yep. come out with the product. They still haven't come out with their Blitz the Blitzwing. You know, they 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 decided they wanted to do um what, what's his name um the big city bot that was a big announcement what two three years Fortnite. ago now. Yeah, for Max, yeah, like, Max, come yeah. on, man! Like, what, what the fuck was the point of doing that? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it was cool. It was cool to see that they were doing that, but is it, it ever going to come to? Is it ever going to come to fruition? Like, yeah. I don't know. No. Do you think it would have been smart of other companies, like when see, like, because that's the kind of the bad rap that fan stories gets, right? That they'll show this reveal and then maybe they take a year or more to put the stuff out, and with some of the examples you mentioned, it's true. You know, probably due to COVID or maybe you know other reasons. But like so, with the, if the like to me, I feel like the other companies, like if if they see fan toys says they're doing this, get to work on that shit and put it out first. Because if they're gonna take forever, I think Dave has a point that and whatever company does it first is gonna get that money. Like you know what I'm saying? And then fan toys is always gonna get that money regardless. But I think people would be curious enough to check out a, a particular piece from a another company as long as it's made well, you know. And again, that that depends on the company. X Transbots used to put out, you know, questionable quality figures, and I think they've probably come a, a long way. And, you know, and any of these third party companies are always hit and miss with releases. You know, so yeah, and I, you know, we've been in third party for so long, and we've 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 seen the first to market type of things. And granted, you know, some you know, as things came out and they looked great, we jumped, you know, we jumped on it, and I've 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 done it. But then you you also get you know. How many times would you start doing that, and then you're getting three renditions of jazz, and all of a sudden you're like, you know, oh my god, how many did I, how much money did I spend on these three jazzes when I only wanted one? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah, you bring up a good point there. So, for those of us here on the panel, we've been doing this a while, right? And yeah, you know, don't don't lose sight of how you felt when you really first started, like all this. Yes. Basically, you love Transformers. And you don't care how many companies are making that character. Like, you just kind of want to mess with it just because you love messing with that stuff. But mm. then as you start forming a collection, I think your your outlook kind of changes and your priorities change. And then you start becoming brand loyal because you do mm. get tired of chasing down everything in the game and and dealing with getting rid of it later and things like that. And so, like, this, this Stunicon thing, who cares if Keith did them first, right? I mean, I mean that's not what I meant. Uh, I mean, who cares if Fans Toys was eventually going to do them and Keith had already got them? I mean, some people just wanted some damn Stunicons in their hands, and that's why they mm-hmm. went after it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, damn, am I trying to make another point? I don't know. I'm just trying to say <laughs> I think there's still people out there that really just like want to mess with the stuff, the brand right? So yeah. much that. There really are like just transformer files out there. These guys and girls that just love this stuff, right? And um, but 
I mean, and you know, Brian, Brian, you said don't lose sight of how you felt like in the beginning. And we always right. got to remember, like, we're more experienced when it comes to this stuff at this point. But there's, you know, every day could be somebody's first time just putting oh, their yeah, foot yeah. into this hobby. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, they're, and they don't have that experience. And they might be that type to go and buy everything. For- and, and, you know, and, you know, I guess, you know, that that is what it, you know, what it is. But, like, I, to me, like, I don't know. I don't know if what some of the guys in the chat we're talking about is true because some of these popular characters always sell like an optimist you're always going to count on selling a megatron a star scream like there's some of those go-to characters that it, they seem like you could do no wrong um i don't know if it hurts a little bit more when you have like a like three major companies so what was it dx9 x transbots and fan soys you know doing this this thundercon team and and now you're you know it's gonna hurt companies because they're all doing it at the same time so now you know basically it's split the fandom is split on, on what they're gonna you know so only maybe one or two of those companies might make you know get the bigger share of that pot right as far as like putting out characters like that and then when they did it uh when did they do they did it with something else the devastate uh the devastator wars when everybody was putting out a devastator like it's the same sort of thing you know who do you go with in that regard so i always wonder if it's actually like um people go into war like Oh, uh, look, they're doing um, they're doing an RC. I'm going to do an RC, right? I think it's more like, fuck, we were doing a fucking RC. Let's just fucking put our picture out right now because they're doing it too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that most of these companies probably have, you know, a, a, a set of stuff that they haven't showed us yet. And the only time they do do that is when somebody else does it first. Do do. You know, it's like, oh, wait, I was going to do that. Look what I did, you know? Yeah. But uh, who knows? You know, I, mean, I, I would like to think that's how way companies are working, that they're not just waiting on the one next figure, that they have, you know, other things in motion. You know? In in regards to like the like these Stunicons, I mean I think that's a good example where you they would ha- it would have to be done. Because like don't you think like the and the designing, the engineering, getting the factory to make these things, like all that stuff like takes time. There has to be a decent amount of lead time that goes into that. So when mm-hmm. all these different companies I feel like are dropping similar products in the same time frame, they had to have been working on that stuff at the yeah. same time. I'm just wondering if there's shit going on behind the scenes, like cause cause can that just be coincidence like there you got three fucking companies working on the same set of characters like or is there shit going on behind the scenes that we're not privy to you know where it's like you know the uh, espionage between these companies like oh they're doing stunt cons we got to do this let's do it you know and then the <laughs> other sure. company here's they're doing it oh so we're gonna do it too i mean that can't just be coincidence with somebody i'm I, sure I, I mean like you know i'm sure they people whisper and, and send pictures and i'm sure there's people who have worked <laughs> for other companies and stuff you know <laughs> i can't i can't see how uh uh somebody who 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 is an engineer for uh transform a transformer right would stop working for a company let's say like uh like fans project where are they right now right so I'm, I'm pretty sure they're working somewhere else at the moment or under enough, a different name. Right. So yeah. I'm sure all these people talk and co-mingle and stuff like that. And they're like, guess what we're making? And then they're like, oh, guess what? Uh, we're going to fucking make one, you know? Yeah. And, and let's I, like, got, it can't, be, sorry, go, it can't be that hard to make, right? So, I mean, no. say, oh, you come to me with a design? Sure, I'll make that for you. I'll definitely make money off of it, you know, whatever. 
mm-hmm. you know, kind of. I, what I don't understand is you always hear about how expensive it is to make these molds, right? These diecast molds for the injection molding or whatever. But mm-hmm. like, how many third-party toys have we seen in the last eight years? I mean, what is it, thirty grand a mold or whatever the fuck they say? That's a lot of money. What? What if? What if all these uh, third-party companies are are uh, what if the bill's finally coming due? Like, what if they've, like... Yeah, yep. yep. Uh, make this mold for me, and I promise I'll get you the money, right? But it's, like, one of those... Uh, what, I'll what pay you on the made, It's one of the made-off things, right? Day. It's, like, <laughs> you gotta keep making new toys to pay off your old debt kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they've never squared up, and now they're at the point, oh, shit, there's no more characters left to make. And yeah, they're coming, and they're coming. They're going to come break my knees tomorrow because I can't pay them for the. You know, well, some the, of these companies own their own factories, though, too. Right, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I think, I think the, you, you, for third party, I think the the problem is is that the, the the formula that was working back in the beginning, where first to market was something that was you know was was profitable because everybody wanted everything. Like you know, anything that was coming out, you wanted to grab. Just like you said, everybody wanted to play with something. But as history, as comp- competition was introduced, and has as people pick sides, and loyalties have been, and reputations were built, you know, or being built, um, you know, it, I think third party needs to really think. Like you know, I, you see like these legends start coming uh, into grasp, but I think that's like a, a new philosophy that that they're introducing. That where you know, let's let's go somewhere else and try to see if we can capture a different market or. A different aspect of of the market, so we can sell toys and still make money, you know. And I, you know, first to market is something that was the past. And not saying that you know there's new entry, new new people coming into this collection that's willing to buy the first thing that comes out. Don't get me wrong, but like I think they're they're realizing that they can't do that anymore because they got to make something that's you know more significant to impress the people who to buy it and make a profit off of it so yeah, i yeah. like and then, but that's just it just i'm just so confused because there's certain other characters like the headmasters that other companies can you know certain companies can do and finish off and probably get a head you know make a good money amount on the thing but like i guess they're not just willing to take the risk because they don't know whether you know everybody's going you know a lot of people are going to pre-order or buy that particular character because it's not one of those a-list characters that are going to sell you know a hundred thousand units you know what i'm saying so it's it's interesting headmasters and that's what i'm saying like but like that's you jd but like you know from from a holistic market like you know it's not optimus prime it's not fucking bumblebee it's not you know megatron you know it's not i can't produce a thousand a hundred thousand units and you know sell all a hundred thousand units because you know everybody loves those characters regardless of who you are so it don't it almost could be said third party blew their load in a way like you know what i'm saying and and since hasbro is the one that owns the franchise and they're always going to be putting out i guess official product you know for as as long as it makes money they're basically outlasted all these other companies because it's like it's like what else can they put out but to keep going back to those core characters i mean exactly but like has hasbro does it in you can see that hasbro done it in the past where they they re they reinvent the characters and redesign them and alter them in some way. And then all of a sudden, you know, as that takes, it's, it's, you know, 
its journey, you know, they eventually come back to G1, you know, and, and, and yeah. people, you know, people buy it up, but it's, yeah, it's I don't, they've, I don't, they've made those mistakes. I don't, I don't understand why they wouldn't take that risk because we were, we were going to third party to fill those gaps. You know what I mean? Correct, JD. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I totally make, agree. Doesn't make any sense. Like, why, why slow down? Why stop? Why close your doors? That's fucking dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finish fucking headmasters. Um, unless they've gotten, unless, um, unless they've gotten in the hole stories. that they can't, unless they've gotten in the hole that they can't dig themselves out of, like you know, that's you know, that could be a reason. I, I don't know. I, I think there's three people that I know that are actually really, really fiending for these season four characters. <laughs> it's like you, JD. I think Bobby wants some. I forget who mm-hmm. else. Maybe mm-hmm. Ace. And that's it. I don't know if anyone else is really pining for them. But you know, with with the, the the typical season one, season two stuff already done for masterpiece. I mean, look at the Legends game. We know it's popular, but guess what? They're all done already. They did them all, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and so what's left? They gonna they gonna make another scale in the middle? They gonna make them even smaller? <laughs> they gonna make them even bigger? I don't know. But I mean, Hasbro keeps reinventing the wheel on these characters, and guess what? People just love collecting this stuff. They love buying it. And one of the things that Hasbro's done in the last three years is, for one thing, they're giving you a representation of every character. So why even go out? And regardless of quality, why even go out to, to, to another company to get them? Because they're yeah. going to give you everything. Exactly. And I think Hasbro did it really smart. They're like, look, we're going to put out every character. And these Transformer fans, I mean, myself included... I, I like collecting stuff. I'm going to go buy it. And guess what? If I'm going to be giving all my money to Hasbro, I'm not going to have any left to give to the third-party people anyway. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's where Hasbro really did well. They're like, we're just going to give them more stuff to buy. And let's see the third-party people, you know, pick up the scraps of mm-hmm. what's left there, you know? That's true. And they have been doing it. They've been giving you every character. And it seems like you're not ever really going to get that from third party, not even from the masterpiece aspect. Like, and they've given you a lot. They, you know, they filled in a lot of those holes that, you know, with characters that you're never, ever going to get from Hasbro. Like, you know, but, um, you know, if that masterpiece well has kind of dried up and, you know, you're getting all these legends and that's going to eventually like dry up. Um, you know where else exactly like where else can you go and and now and i think like it's it's worked in the opposite like if we were getting these quality of figures you know years ago i mean we'd probably just be jaded by now like hopefully we'd we'd still be just getting like dom said earlier it keep being an evolution and we keep getting better and better figures you know so we're getting these things now and i think for a lot of collectors out there that where maybe third parties not doing it for them anymore like, a lot of this stuff is good enough you know, the characters pretty much on, look on point if you're a G1 fan. And then again, like Brian said, you're getting every fucking character. There's pretty much not anybody in not any character that's missing if you've been collecting anything from the main line for like the past four or five years. You know, everybody's pretty much been done. You know, so. and, like, and like Brian and JD said, like, you know, if you, you know, with Hasbro and third party, they, they bounced off each other with regards to engineering and stuff. So if it wasn't for one for and the other, they, they probably wouldn't be where we are now. Like, you know, you don't I'm not going to take anything away from that. You know, it's it's great to have that. Um, 
but we but we all should all know that you know we have to all thank Michael Bay because you know without the movies we wouldn't be here. <laughs> mm-hmm. You mean third party people probably wouldn't have picked up their pen and paper and started designing stuff? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because yeah. yeah. there's new and Hasbro wouldn't fill you know wouldn't throw all this money into Transformers if it wasn't for that you know that exposure that that the movies gave it. So mm-hmm. you know it's it's, it's just something that we have to remember. Mm-hmm. JD, I hope you do get your headmasters because I can't wait to yeah. house and see what they look like. Yeah, I'm sure oh, yeah. you'll give them a good display. Absolutely. Yeah. Hasbro putting out you know those retro versions that are in the stores right now. You know, oh, they're awesome. Yeah, yeah they look good. Yeah. <laughs> in the box, like, in the box right? precise. Hasbro's giving yeah. it to you, it's right? right? In the box. You know, I I think the next thing Hasbro should do is do some super duper figure art storm collectibles figmas type action figures for G1. That would be the next thing for them to do, I would think. Mm. That See, would that would grab a bunch of people to buy them all again, wouldn't it? That would be the next I mean, wasn't that, the G1 wasn't, that, wasn't that the R.E.D. line now? When they trying to do well, that? Yeah, hey, Hasbro sets the tone. The mothership says, alright, here's the direction going in now, and then third party like, oh, well, we need to fill in those gaps that Hasbro hasn't, you know, has mm. left for the collectors. Do you think the the next generation might pick up the slack? Because now for some of these shows, like like Beast Wars, you know, twenty fifth anniversary or whatever, you know, Energon, Cybertron, like those type of shows. Do you think those have garnered enough interest where any kids of that that enjoyed that will pick up the slack, sort of like what we're doing, but for that kind of stuff? I guess fans' hobbies testing the waters there. That's but... what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. 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 and people yeah. seem you know that does nothing for me personally because I wasn't you know. I wasn't back into it for that line, but people who enjoy that line seem to be super psyched for that figure. Mm-hmm. But doesn't it seem like history repeats itself? When, like, you know, when RG one interest went away, those are the those are the toy lines that took over, and you kind of lost interest, and you went otherwhere, and and now it's like it's repeating itself. Like it could it can go that way, and maybe we just take a back seat, and if if we want to engage and 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 buy, because the fact that we love Transformers and we've been in such in head over heels with it uh, for the last six years and we may dive like i'll definitely dive into it and and buy some of those characters if if they do come out because you know i've, I've watched the show i've enjoyed the show and, and i probably you know not at the time when they came out but later on in my in my you know as they came out and then i started exploring what what else trans- i just feel like you know i think you know that that's where i think it might go but I'm sorry, but I think that's where it might go, and if it does, I'll welcome it. Yeah, I mean, some of that stuff to me, like it just has to like look cool to me, like because I didn't really grow up, or I don't want to mean I don't mean grow up, but I didn't really catch a lot of that stuff either. And sometimes, like trying to go back to it, like I try, and I'm like, eh, this just isn't for me. Like no matter how much I want to, like you know, because uh, I did watch some of the Japanese series of that stuff back in like the early 2000s, but. Um, you know, like they have a third, I think a third party company is doing a version of that Cybertron Optimus, which I still love the Hasbro version of that thing. I still got it like tucked away somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like, like if third party starts doing stuff like that, like I'm just wondering, maybe, maybe that's just the direction. It might not be for us G1 heads. Maybe some of us will be interested, uh, you know, and, and those like Brian said that just like to buy stuff and like Transformers will probably be into it. But, uh, but hopefully it's something sustainable if they do go in that direction, you know, like, 
and then you know because again the, the g1 well i think as far as like some of these companies like i just don't know how far you could go unless you just keep putting stuff out that's based um off maybe like newer properties like the comic books like what mmc is doing with idw like you know going in a direction like that you know but that that that's transformers in 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 the short you know in the short run because it's like you can't always produce g1 figures you can't constantly be pushing out so there's got to be a period where there's some different alteration of g1 Mm -hmm. for a period of time and then you know maybe we come back to it but like you know there's got to be some time where you know you're not pushing out the the g1 stuff because you can't always be pushing it out Mm -hmm. so i think does any of those other series like resonate with anybody else here like that where they would be in or open to buying like figures like that if that let's say if that's all that starts coming out and like you we don't get anything g1 from some of these third party companies are are you going to be willing just to fill the void and pick up some of that stuff even though you didn't necessarily watch it back in the day i don't know what was it i was thinking about this a couple nights ago like you know, I might just I might just pick up a figure here and there just to get something new and mess with it, and then just sell it. You know, yeah. um, the interesting thing about them, I mean, they really need to cater to a different generation. But the thing is, man, like if you're a masterpiece collector, these things take up a lot of room, and if you've got a complete collection, you really don't have the space to put another to make another collection. <laughs> you know, I filled up this whole wall, and it's and. And I got mythics to put up somehow, you know. Something <laughs> <laughs> aerobics behind that curtain, you know. It's like I'm gonna have to make some choices, and it's like I don't think I'll, I'll, like as I kept looking at it and looking at it, I'm like, you know what, season one's fine. I don't even need season two, but you know, I'm not looking to get rid of it. And even the movie bots, the the '86 cast, I put that shelf together. And I'm like, wow, they look so good. I did it, but you know, I'm, I don't care right now. If I go watch the movie after this show, I might want to keep the shelf up a little bit longer, you know. But uh, but it's like you know, I'm ready to I'm ready to move on. <laughs> well, Dare twenty seven twenty seven said something. He said MP IDW, right? And I'm a big IDW guy, but I wouldn't probably pick up a MP IDW collection at this point, just because I know it probably will never get finished. That and um, the allure of transforming them is not something I want because I have that kind of with um, the MMC stuff. The, the, the vehicle modes for IDW are just like, eh, you know what I mean? Like, what is that? You know what I mean? Okay, it's supposed to be an airplane. It's supposed to be a truck. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be some kind of fucking something, but helicopter. it's yeah. not the same as, you know, fucking sports cars and, and trucks and, you know, the stuff that we get from G1, so... Yeah. It doesn't have the same allure for me. You know what I mean? Like, so, I, I would love an IDW, like, but I'm good with. I, I'm actually good with my my Flame Soy stuff. So, well, that's where Flame Soy is kind of cool. It's like yeah. they're just making the robot. I mean, because mm-hmm. they, I mean, they don't they don't make transforming figures because Hasbro one license another transforming another figure to do. ah, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. like, dude, IDW is perfect for the highly articulated action master. Highly detailed line, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because because the, the characters are expressive with you know, like I think like Milne, like in his artwork, like pretty much defines that. Like you know, what I'm saying like, which is I yeah. think is why MMC bases their figures off like his artwork, like his look, and um, 
you know, it's just uh, it it looks good, but like an action master style, like you're saying, I think it would lend itself to that. Maybe something mm-hmm. more than uh, something that's transformable, because you don't see a lot of these uh, transformers in their alt modes anyway. <laughs> Sometimes so, something with uh, with removable, like a lot more re- removable faces and stuff, expressions and shit. Mm-hmm. Like that shit would be dope for IDW. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, and I mean, and to be fair, MMC puts out a really good articulated figure anyway for their reformatted line mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. except for that damn roadblock roadbuster <laughs> yeah but the, as we all know and in, in, in when they started coming out with later figures in the line they started you know having i'm not saying they're having constraints but they they were trying to push push you know, out the mold to, to, for two, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah with one mold for fucking, five different they made characters. a fucking like, batman yeah. fucking right that was such a that was an which, that was a perfect which, exclusive. That was great. No, I mean I know, <laughs> but, but I'm just saying but, they use. But the you're right. They reuse it over and over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but like yeah. you know they they reuse it for all their characters too, and they didn't they didn't make a specific you know special mode for that one character. Which you know if they I'm sure if they had the freedom and all the capital money you know all the capital to do it, they would have done it. But you know with companies you know trying to survive and 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 reuse molds because they can't make specialized molds for each individual character they they ran into that and then we saw that at the end a little bit and you know we know that you know who does who also does that oh hasbro does that you know yeah exactly you know they use one mold and make one mold and they reuse it for several different characters and they you know make a lot of more money off that one mold so but you pay a lot more money for third party, so I think that's why people sometimes exactly. expect more, you know, because you're more paying a lot it. more. Yeah, for but, it. Yeah. Yep. So Ralphie mm-hmm. says he's also all over a headmaster masterpiece, master force line. So that's four people I know now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm sure there's more out there. Um, I just there I is. got tired of reading subtitles, so I couldn't get into it anymore. <laughs> but uh, uh, Dom will buy it. Yeah. yeah, I'll buy it. That, yeah, there's that. There's definitely those that would be, but it's like it's like for a lot of people, I think it's just it's the char- You can resonate with the characters that you probably saw, and a lot of people, even though it's very accessible nowadays, probably just aren't up on the Japanese stuff. You know, like I I watched through um, Headmasters, I watched uh, Master Force, which I liked. You know, it's just some of the some of some of the aspects of it are like eh, but um but just to see more transformer story that took place in like that G1 time period you know that's the allure for me to kind of push through and and watch some of that stuff and uh victory is a little hard cuz it, it that seems like to be the kiddiest like out of all of them with the, those dinosaurs and and it's just like uh you know, but I'm trying. I'm trying because there are some cool aspects to it too. So I'm trying to get through that stuff just to get to all the the cool stuff. You know, so. But uh, as far as figures, yeah, I'm sure there were people that would be into it. But you know, fans hobby is the only one that seems to be tackling that sort of thing. Like you know, because maybe that's that's just too risky. You know, for most companies. You know, you know if if third party were to pull it out, just the alt modes, I think I'd probably be in. You know, not nothing too expensive third party. You know, twenty bucks a car, something like that. That'd be fine with me. But uh, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Just selling the alt, the alt mode separately, Just robot sell, sell separately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, or what if it's like it doesn't transform, but it gave you the robot and the alt mode like in a package? Like, would you be keen on that? I, 
I would have like five years ago. But, so yeah. it's like you don't have to do the transforming, but you have a perfect looking robot and you have a perfect looking alt mode. Like I, I don't know. That's kind of interesting. Potentially, it's it's you know, it's, of it's alt- interesting for those that don't like to transform their shit. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, alt modes, I just want to you know the swoosh. You know how we do the whooshing when we have fun with our mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. turn to planes. My my brother was whooshing around his uh, four month old uh, when I went to visit him this past weekend, <laughs> and all, all I could think about was whooshing around freaking fan stories. Jet, jet fire in the house. So I'm, I'm I mean, sure I'm sure it would have been I'm sure it would have been a factor. I I feel to just go back to the question and just kind of recap, but I'm, I'm sure that would have been a factor. But I, I, how much of a factor would it been? We, we wouldn't know like you know that yeah. that would have been you know to to be determined in regards to if we can go back and get in our deloreans and fly back and, and yeah. see that happen so. and, and like i said i think we'll see it now you know because everybody seems to like and and be in and and you know we're not getting too much masterpiece like stuff anymore so a lot of people i think are more keen on checking some of this mainline hasbro stuff out so we'll see what happens in the future like if they keep you know, we I don't think we know much of what's happening yet, like after Kingdom and stuff and you know, studio series we probably expect to get more, but we don't really know what's on the horizon as far as like maybe the next year's work and stuff yet. So, you know, we'll see. Combine Wars too. I know. We and I'm talking about that. Like even oh, though no. I, feel, I almost feel like it might still be too soon, but I think they're definitely no. I feel like they're gonna and me and Dom we talked about it behind the scenes, but that they're gonna start taking what third party's been doing with the combiners and then maybe they might give us that from the mainline stuff. But again, from what we've seen, because we're still getting waffles and, and the aspect that has a corporate company, you know, it's gonna be made better than what we were getting a few years ago, but uh, you know, it's not, not as, gonna yeah, be not as, as good. Still not, not going to be as good, type quality. you know. So, yeah. and and I think that's always going to be the gap between what Hasbro's doing and what third party companies are doing. Uh, but the thing is, is with Hasbro, it's official. We're probably going to get we're getting more product in a more timely, you know, manner because what is it? Every quarter we're getting new product, and you know, you know, third party is a question mark right now as far as what's yeah. going to be coming out and what's down down the line. You, know, so. you can't you can't say that gap is going to be closed or get closer. In regards to like uh, a, a Star Wars Black Series versus a uh, S8 figure arts splat, you know, Star Wars figure, like you know, the, the, those gaps, this gap between you know what Hasbro is pushing out for uh, for Transformers will never, as you know, close the gap to, to what third party can produce. You know, I just no. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about like you know not combining and you know what that's the thing is like because we're still getting like the you know we got that generation select the uh, god neptune you know and, yeah, and yeah. we're still getting these third part you know these combiner wars s figures like we just got the volcanic as generation selects that just released so i feel like that they've put they've gone it hard with that combiner like system that i don't know if they're going to switch that up anytime soon might yeah, still be no, a few know, years before we get combiners, but they we'll see. Milk that shit. <laughs> you know, because they milk that shit. <laughs> they'll milk it. They'll milk it a little bit longer. You know, but I think, but I, I do agree that that eventually, you know, maybe not next year or the year after that, but probably within the next few years, within the next five, I would say. Like, where do you see Hasbro in five years? We're going to be getting new combiners, better, way better combiners that are more third party esque than what we've got. You know, so I definitely yeah, see that. I mean, they're, well, they're after- using. Now's technology in five years. 
<laughs> uh, so, I mean, this kingdom, right? That it is a trilogy, right? This siege trilogy, right? There's no more. There's no more continuation after kingdom, right? It, I guess they would have to reboot something else. Mm, um, uh, well, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, you can I go into could. you can you can go you can go into the uh, you know the transmetals, the fuser. You know, you, you can go into that type of kingdom event where like beast wars went to but i i doubt that they will but i i just don't know like you know you never know i mean in the series they haven't they haven't introduced unicron yet have they uh he was in the last show yeah he had the quick cameo when he pulled galvatron back to the future oh oh, oh, yeah okay yeah so you know <laughs> it was quick. It was super quick. He was in it for like five seconds. Yeah. Yep. Just pulled Galvatron back to the future. But I was just wondering if there was room for combiners in in this trilogy. Oh no, no, no. I don't. I don't think so. Because I mean, you're, it's so short. You know, they're they're basically telling their story. If 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 they didn't put it out in the toy line, I think that's an, another important aspect. Is you know, you're gonna probably get certain key characters or whatever, but. They probably would have had to make, have made a toy for them to make an appearance in the, uh, mm-hmm. in the show, you know. So, I mean, we already saw from the little thing at the, the way Earthrise ended, you know, Dinobots in it <laughs> that looked like Dinobot at the end, you know. So, all right, guys. So, good stuff. You know, we'll see what happens. You know, third party. You know, it, it's these releases. You know, I don't know. I guess between Bayverse stuff and G One. You know, we're not getting the, the frequent releases, but it looks like some of these companies are hanging in there. So, you know, we'll you see. You know, what and, and and I'd be remiss to say what's left, but you know, the the third party Bayverse stuff is still pretty prolific, right? Mm-hmm. I just don't put the shows in the slides on Monday because it would be crickets on the show. No mm-hmm. way look at that, right? So, but it, there's a lot out there. There's a lot of me <laughs> scrolling past it when I'm pulling the news. I'll tell you that, a lot of it. Put it in there. You gotta put it in there. It's Transformers news. Well, look, man. When, <laughs> when, the, when the guard changes, they can Stop put all that stuff in the news. <laughs> yeah. We'll tear it apart. We'll just tear it apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where the comedy will come from. Dude, I, I can't. I can't wait to the day when the debate filmers come at picket, picket, you know, pitchforks and fucking torches at Brian's door. Coming after Brian. <laughs> Where's my fucking I, news? I need Bayverse on Mondays. Dude, there's a zillion Transformer shows out there. Go get all the news there. There you go. I'm seeing that you're only going to get G1 in my fucking broadcast. See, I got to put it in there. Jim says you got to put it in there. See? All right. Well, who wants to be my Jeremy B? That sounds like a song. That sounds like a song. I think think Jim just signed himself up, man. (laughs) (laughs) Volunteers. Volunteers. All right, guys. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. And, uh, you know, throw the link out there in the Roman Collectors Facebook group if anybody wants to come in here and hang out with us for the rest of the evening. And uh, let's just go around the yard one time, get some where you at, some cool tonight. So I'm going to start with everybody's favorite meat bag, JD. Let them know. Mm. Yo, <laughs> uh, JD Burgess in the Facebook groups, Pigment Surgery on Instagram and Xbox Live. Dave, 
<laughs> he said, get on your shit. <laughs> yeah. Xbox Live. Hit me up. Um, yeah, anyway. Shelf gravy. Uh, tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes. It's a shelf oh, gravy boy. week. Mm. And uh, next <laughs> week, uh, 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 figure banging. Nice. All right. Dominic. You can find me here Tuesday night with you guys on Facebook groups at Dominic Rosso. And uh, you can find me in the Outbreak Maps uh, trying to steal cases from uh, EE Prime. Shut the fuck up. I'm there first. And, um, and you know, enjoy the, enjoying that uh, zombie new maps and killing <laughs> zombies all day long. I dream about zombies. All day long while he's working. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey! Yes. All right. G Money. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you guys here on Tuesdays. I'm Gary Allen in the Facebook groups. I appreciate everybody's participation in the uh, the RLC, the health and wellness group that's yes. been popping so. off pretty good. Yeah, Jose's been helping out. Eric B's been in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Put his shirt on. <laughs> All you lurkers. Sorry, I lurkers. Host. I ate a host, salad right. for you today, Gary. Host, uh, I ate a salad. Host. <laughs> Motivate us. Motivate what, what is funny is uh is David M knew on uh, on Sunday at a certain point my body language must have said something because he's like, Oh, this must be when Gary has to go eat. So, <laughs> so, so he was he was he was well well in tuned with uh you know, my physical tells, so to speak. Um, but uh, start, hey, our kitten. Start swing. Right. Our, uh, my wife made our kittens uh, an IG page. So you can see the kittens' antics on uh, Maple and Daisy uh, on Instagram. So you can check them out there. Oh, nice. What's it called? I'm sorry. Maple and Daisy Doodle. Sorry. Maple and da- Daisy Doodle. Yep. Nice, nice. All right, Brian Brink. Uh, Why don't you just call it uh, Maple and Daisy? Uh, Maple and Daisy, fuck up your collection. <laughs> right, <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Sorry, Brian. Um, at Brinklizer on Instagram, as JD said, tune in tomorrow night for Shelf Gravy, and you can find me in the kitchen perfecting my recipe for Edo's con chichas. Sa- arroz con salchichas. Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? Those are my friend. Yeah, I just got to make some rice and put some hot dogs <laughs> Sofri- in there. Sofrito, right? sofrito, <laughs> some sazon, because it's got to be yellow rice, remember. Better not be white rice. I, I got turmeric. I got turmeric. I'll turn it <laughs> Do what you got to do. I want to see the finished product. You'd you be banging it out, though, because in the realm of cooks, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, man. All right. Energon Addict. Oh, that's me. Um, you can find me mm-hmm. here on Tuesdays and uh, Instagram, Energon Addict. Facebook, David Cologne. David that's Cologne. it. That's it. That's it. Okay. And as for myself, um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that. Harry X. Check out Into the Realm on Mondays, 8 p.m. on this channel. Here with these gentlemen every single Tuesday. And uh, don't forget to check out Verbally Challenge with Harrick and BX on all audio platforms. There's also a like page on Facebook, so give that a like, follow, 
and uh, keep up with what's going on with the podcast. Really appreciate it, guys. Uh, next episode is going to have Bobby Skullface, our, our good good friend, on it. Episode one hundred. So uh, nice. look forward to that. Um, before we wrap up, like I said, I'm going to throw a link out. Uh, in the Realm of Collectors Facebook group so you can hang out with us for a bit and uh, before we sign off just uh, remember to check out other friends of the show uh, the Nerds of Spoken crew they drop on Thursdays check out the Ladies of the Realm on the Total Package podcast which they said they might have some special guests this Thursday so check that out on the Total Package uh, podcast YouTube channel and uh, don't forget to check out Nerd Life Syndicate on this very channel Friday nights at 9pm all right, so until next episode, guys, take care, stay safe, and peace out. Thanks for hanging out tonight. Chat squad, thank you. All right, peace out. All right, have a good week. Toodles. 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 See ya. <laughs> Say it with me now. Really? Really?